Yo, 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 Earth calling Mars, Earth calling Mars. Well, no idea why that came out of my mouth, but that's the beauty of this podcast. I'm scratching my mosquito bites as I speak. That is a world first for my blog. I've never plugged and scratched mosquito bites, especially uh, true of the fact that I've still never done it because that is not a mosquito bite. That is a sand fly. This beach is covered in sand flies. And although I'm not on the beach, I'm just perpendicular about 50 meters from it on the grass. There's like a, a grass um, sand side, I was about to say. There's basically the water, and there's the beach, and there's the grass, and there's the hotel. And it's very, very big. And I like big because that means I don't get to speak to anyone. I can just be on my own, talking to myself like I am doing. Now, just run 6K. Wasn't the furthest I've ever run. Uh, well, no, clearly it wasn't because I've run 100 kilometers before. Uh, I've got a 100 mile run in about four weeks. It's starting to certainly hit home. Um, not least because uh, my boy Joel down in Sydney runs our Sydney studio, good mate of mine, absolute legend. Went down to Sydney three years ago and has built a fantastic, fantastic studio down there. Us two, Sydney, it is pure fam down there. Just when you go down there, it's just, it feels just like when we first started because it's smaller. Everyone's so connected. You can see everyone, they're in the same room. It makes such a difference when you can see everybody. That is how you create true fampany. But that's not what I'm here to talk about. Oh, actually, the bit I actually neglected to actually mention just then was the reason I mentioned Joel was that he's just finished his 100-kilometer walk, 32 hours of walking with his mates. The Oxfam Trail something walk down in Sydney. It looked pretty brutal. I looked at some of the photos just now, and uh, it was a lot of you know up and down, serious what you call mountains. Whether you get mountains in Sydney Island, I don't know, but uh, I'm sure he'll tell me later. But 32 hours of non-stop walking, that is got to hurt. Um, you know, you could argue that walking for 32 hours is going to be harder than me running for 24 hours because it's less hours. Uh, he said it was pretty brutal. Um, the brutal part of it is just the going through the night. And that's the bit I'm super, super, super... Um, I'm not scared. I mean, I'm, I'm looking forward to embracing it. I'll be on my own for, you know, huge swathes of time. It'll be cool. It'll be cold. It might even be pissing down with rain. Uh, I'll have no one there at all. You know, in my 100K run, I had my wife and kids who would be there at six of the stops in the end. And there's something so wonderfully motivating knowing that they're there around the corner, although the corner was often 16 kilometers. Uh, but they're not going to be there now. They're going to be asleep. They should be asleep. Um, it's going to be scary. I'm, 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 I mean, there's no bears, obviously, in, in the UK, but I'm worried. Like, I'll be running through like forest, etc., on my own with a head torch. I'm just praying there's people behind me so that, you know, it's just like when you swim. When I swim, I like to swim in the middle of groups so that, you know, if a shark comes, uh, they get eaten before me. Not that there are any sharks in Borneo. Uh, my daughter, Gracie, continually asks anyone uh, that happens to have any knowledge of the seas every time we go near the seas, whether or not this is the time she will get to see a shark. Uh, and no, there are no sharks in Borneo. Anyway, I want to do this quite quickly because I'm not feeling the energy this morning. You can probably hear my voice. I'm, if If... If there was a way of hyperventilating while also blogging, this would be it. Even though I'm not hyperventilating, it's that sort of feeling I've got. I actually have a feeling inside me that is an aching bones, aching every joint in my body aches. And that's because I've done, you know, this is the ninth day of my 999. And, um, you know, I've been pushing it hard, you know, gym in the morning, early, you know, 5am wakes, double coffee, 
you know, every morning other than one when I had a rest day, um, which was why she called it 888, not as ringy as 999, homage to the police, respect. Um, uh, <clears throat> yeah, 5K run on the treadmill, followed by a hit session or a weight session, uh, followed by, you know, then usually around about three hours of continuous motion in the swimming pool or the sea with the kids. And the body's aching. The body is aching. I'm not going to lie. Why would I lie? Why would anyone lie? Why would anyone lie? It's a very good question. I wonder why, what is in sort of, um, I was going to say commercially, but not really. There probably is commercial reasons why people would lie. But I mean, more. what is in the makeup of someone who thinks that it's important to lie? What is wrong with them? Now, what I promised yesterday is that I would talk yesterday, which I didn't do, so I'm doing it today when I don't feel the energy, even though yesterday I did feel the energy, about eating, because I have just posted a couple of um, transmediations onto my Instagram, three actually, two of them. I experimented yesterday with yoga under the water. I did about half an hour in the end of that. Well, so that was a lie. Bloody hell, that's, that's what I can tell you now, what, what goes through the mind of someone who lies. It's about trying to impress people. Uh, but I pulled back from that impression because it doesn't impress me that I'd lie because I didn't definitely not. I did a 10 minute session uh, and I did a four minute session and I did a six minute session. So that's 20 minutes. That's not far off. So I didn't lie massively. I, that was what you might call bending that truth. Uh, so I did that, and what you find is that it's very hard to breathe, obviously, I'm not a fish, and, uh, but it is good, it slows you down, it's more zen-like, and I just wanted to do something different. Life for me is about every day opening new doors. I don't want to stay in that room that I, I then step into for too long, I want to try new things every day. Yesterday, for no reason at all, I've never felt the, uh, the, ner- the, the nerge or the urge to do yoga in a swimming pool, and I did it yesterday beautiful then i went down to the beach now this one i can tell you why i felt the urge so on the beach you'll see me doing a couple of posted two shots actually one where i filmed myself one where gracie uh filmed me details 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 very important forward slash not important and it's me just doing bear crawls which i absolutely love that is the if i had to only do one exercise for the rest of my life it would be bear crawls it's 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 uplifting it's 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 bodily growing slash destroying because it's so hard and it makes you sweat so much but i did it in the the breaking waves as the sun was going down on our hotel well it's not it's a a beach (laughs) um and uh actually i can tell you why i did that um it's not that i wouldn't have done it if i didn't do it um just yesterday but the reason i actually did it was because it was a homage to something i've always wanted to do which was oh a lovely tractor driving past me always nice to see a tractor in the morning at 7 a.m um uh not laying crops in my ad but um uh brushing at the sand very useful thing to do um very useful actually actually it's quite nice it means the sand is very 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 smooth and it also means that the sand flies that are probably buried underneath it come out fancy thank you very much i dare say that's not what they're doing it anyway back to what i was saying i did the homage was to a guy called tim um timothy oh my god timothy sheath the human something i always say that i always break because i forget what he says the human something the human well he's a human timothy sheath human anyway he is someone I saw. He did this video on YouTube. I put that in the show notes where he plays this incredible music, which I'll also put in the show notes. There's two things I put in the show notes. There is the link bait for you to go there. Uh, incredible music. It's very cosmic, is all I can say. This guy is super cosmic. Anyway, he's, the, he's got elements of his daily life that I really, really look up to, and I've been sort of obviously mimicking, mimicking the moves from each cage. 
just like Splinter did, or Shredder, no Splinter, from Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. I love that scene when the, the rat is in a cage. It's in the first original Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles film, and I love it. It's mimicking the moves from my cage. I learned the secret art of ninjutsu. I love it. Before um, Splinter becomes a super-powered uh, rat, he's a normal rat. But when he's a normal rat, he still thinks that it's important for him to mimic the moves of his master that is obviously a kung fu master or something like that. And you see this little sort of animatronic rat mimicking the moves. I always loved that, but it hit me. Anyway, when things hit you, it's important to be inspired by them. Anyway, back to the point. She, bloody hell, I'm not, this is not a very fast podcast today, is it? Bloody hell, po- and he said podcast again. It's a blog, mate. Such a joke. Anyway, at the end of that video that I'm going to post on there, he does this amazing bear crawl uh, move through the water. And I always thought, fuck me, I want to do that one day. I want, and that is that. That was at the beginning, of, may I say, of my journey. This was about a year ago. Little did I know that years down the line, I would f- stumble across Zoo, which is the training that I do every day now, which is the bear crawls, the frog squats, the gorilla presses, etc., uh, etc. Et all these different moves, the lizard, all these moves that are about getting back to animal nature. It's about freeing the body, freeing the mind. I post that on you on my show notes as well. Right, so, right, now the bit to actually speak, because I'm really, really tired now. I want to go and try and to be in, back into the room before the kids and Lisa have woken up. Then I want to eat lots of food. And there, there we are. There's the tangentos. That's the reverse of tangentos, because it's exactly what I was meant to be talking about. Oh, damn, I missed my brake fluid. This coffee is okay, but it's not as good as brake fluid. As soon as I land, I'll be sipping on that gin and juice, even though I don't drink. It's not gin or juice. It's brake fluid, the best coffee money can buy. Imagine if I was actually paid to say that. I see all these moronic um, sort of influencers out there who you know, do their horrendous posts. And I say they're horrendous they're so stylized. And maybe that's exactly what I am. You think that about me, that's fine. But you know, at least mine are raw. Uh, but then you occasionally see them posting some clearly, uh, or a post where they've been paid to do it. There's nothing wrong with being paid for it, but don't try to pretend you haven't been paid. Like it's such a naff thing. Like suddenly advertising something you wouldn't usually advertise. It doesn't make any sense. Uh, I advertise things on my podcast every day. I just don't get paid. That's the difference. You could argue that I'm the mug. Anyway, back to what I was going to say. So eating, eating, eating. I went through a stage for the first seven, eight months of my of my transformation whereby I hardly ate at all because I was trying to shed weight. And I did shed weight. I lost two and a half stone. That's about 12, 13. That's 13, 14. That's about 15 kilograms. So I shed 15 kilograms of total and utter blubber waste. Get rid. It is not needed. It is a joke, a disgrace got it rid of it harvested it threw it away no one bought it total waste now i'm getting into the idea that i want to get strong i want to get really strong so i set myself a target you'll see this on my instagram on the uh, second post i made so the later post i made about the bear crawls where gracie was filming me where i talk about the life my next year goals run a hundred mile race which i'm doing in a few weeks i've just told you that um Swim 2.4 uh, miles, so I've ne- I can't even front crawl right now, so I'm going to learn to swim properly this year. Build six kilograms of muscle. That's going to be hard work. Now, the beauty of that particular one is I have no idea if it's even possible to build that in a year. I haven't read up yet. I'd like to pro- um, profess what I want to do first, then go and find out whether it's an abstraction of possibility. And I just don't care because the beauty is either it's possible and I'll do it or it's not possible and I'll be so demotivated, I'll either push harder and hence I'll get nearer to it or I'll give up and I'll move to another door through another door and get into something else but i want to build i want to build a big muscle and that's so that's what i've been learning about how to eat again because i've been going from this state of not really eating um trying to loot you know be calorie depleted to moving to calorie surplus 
So I now, using MyFitnessPal, have to eat uh, about 2,800 plus. Certainly on a training day like today, I have to do about 3,200 calories a day. But it's less about the calories. I've mentioned this the other day. It's about the macronutrients. So it's about making sure that I have the right breakdown of proteins, fats, and carbohydrates. It turns out, and this is the bit that I'm going to talk about, it's virtually impossible to consume enough protein in the day. I am struggling. My belly is stretched. I can feel it. It's like I can, if I could have lesions inside my stomach, I'd have them because I'm trying to push. I'm having like six micro meals a day that aren't even that micro. They're normal meals. It's hard to eat enough. In order to build six kilograms of muscle, I have to train hard and I have to eat harder. Eating, eating, eating. So I'm moving to this new stasis now where it is about food. Food becomes not the enemy, which it was, which I needed to be in order to lose the weight, but it has to be the friend, the foe. Flipping hell. So like I, you know, I'm gonna be, when I go back, I'm gonna be having tribe shakes. Um, I'm gonna be having, you know, which gives me 20 kilograms of protein two times a day as a, in a form of shakes. That'd be a lot easier to, to take down. And now I just have to eat, eat, eat. It's about protein, it's about carbohydrates. I'm getting, I'm ma- managing to get my micro carbohydrate nutrients in just about. I've moved to that new level, but I'm not managing to get the protein. It's very, very difficult, especially as I only eat fish or plant-based. Um, and one thing I will say is yesterday I started to eat, I had a couple of slices of pizza and it, that helped with the carb. In the morning I had um, peanut butter with my oatmeal. Bloody hell, that, I'm not joking, gave me the energy spinach. And I don't mean spinach, I mean spinach. It's like I had energy in the morning. That's why as soon as I, had, I did my um, big hard workout, then I had breakfast with the kids and Lise and I had like, a lot of um, peanut butter, well I say a lot, like three tablespoons of peanut butter. It just suddenly just gave, I felt like superhuman. Went to the pool at nine o'clock. And that's when I did that yoga under the water, which you'll see if you transmediate across to my Instagram. Bloody hell, peanut butter is the shit. So the beauty is when I took my 100K on the race, I actually was, uh, I was, I didn't really understand eating. I didn't really understand at all. Even though I had a coach who was telling me it's all about eating, I was, I was defying the odds. I was saying, no, 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 it's not. I want to be running lean. You can't run lean. You can't train lean. You've got to train. You've got to train hard and you've got to eat hard. So now I'm in almost like a training zone of my eating. It's the right food. It's the right macronutrient breakdown, but it's about embracing food. Food is now my friend. So I look forward to eating, but bloody hell, and that's why I have to train hard. And so, you know, on the days I'm training, which is six out of the seven days a week, I have to consume a lot of food because I'm, you know, I need at least 3,200 calories. I'm not going near that at the moment. Well, I am going semi near that, but trust me, it, you'll be surprised with how much you have to eat. In order to grow six kilograms of muscle, you literally have to ferment it every day you have to hot you have to feed you have to throw pesticides you have to no no pesticides may i add that's worth pointing out i'm still going to do this clean but um well maybe i won't then maybe i'll start you know who knows in the future i'll probably want to crave i'm i'm loving exploring going down different avenues with my body and seeing what works what doesn't so i'm experimenting a slice of pizza yesterday felt like it gave me an immediate sort of slowdown but then i had energy again later on the peanut butter it helps the uh the the, you know, the clean fish is really helping the rice is helping should i try pasta again yes maybe i should as long as i don't put on surplus fat i don't really mind anymore what i eat because i just want to get big now i don't mean barreled big I don't mean like he looks like a muscle builder. I mean like I want a body that looks like someone who uses their body to farm, to, you know, to pick up rocks for no reason at all. That's the sort of body I'm going for. Not the sort of slick, someone who shaves their chest. Look, that's not what I'm going for. I want rugged or manly. 
Right, one more shout out. I did did a beautiful waste of time by posting as something, an emotional letter to myself, slash to Sinks, slash a little bit to Lise as well, and you'll see why at the end. Um, thanks to, well, it was a question I posted on myself and I put it on my Medium and I put it on Instagram, but I put it on a time where the majority of the people that follow, if they do follow me, which I know some people do, uh, will be asleep because they're coming from the UK. So I posted it for some reason late at night. I was just wanting to write it. it kept, you know, it's something that I've just finished right now. Just updated it, put it out there. It was, uh, you know, I, am I proud of what we've achieved with us too? I think it's important to get my head around the idea that it's okay to be happy with what you've achieved. Uh, I spent 15 years not really asking myself, just just going down the roller coaster, the flume ride of fun and um, and 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 craziness and yeah, and a lot of pain as well. But yeah, more fun than pain. It's, life is a laugh; it doesn't really matter. And looking back at all the stuff that I thought was real pain about building businesses, it's just a business. It doesn't really matter. Take a chill pill, everyone. Come on. You know that when you open the gates you just just it doesn't matter it really doesn't it actually doesn't what matters is smiling but anyway i wrote uh, i asked the question mills are you proud of what we've created us to and i answered it on my medium on and it's the last post on my instagram so if you go to my instagram you'll then go to and you go to the show the the bio which is um my bio link that's where you can um you can read it if you want. It won't take long. It's probably a three-minute read at most. I don't know why you would even read it, but I guess if you're interested in founders of businesses that you may or may not look up to, well, if you don't look up to it, don't look at it. But if you do look up to us too, then um, and or you're a founder, or if you're someone who aspires to be a founder, or if you're just, or if you're not a founder, it doesn't matter. Founders are not better people. Then, um, then have a read, you know, uh, because I don't think people, I don't, haven't taken enough time out of my life to just sit back and say you know what Mills you've actually done it right with yourself chill out stop being so hard on yourself take a break don't you know if you get hit by a boat tomorrow and I say that because I was out on a jet ski yesterday bloody hell they're fast then you know I want to have of of, of, of of at least acknowledged to myself and hence to anyone who ever cares to know what I ever thought about building a company would know so I'm very proud uh, that's basically what I say um, but I say thanks to Sinks and to Lise and to those two bees. And um, yeah, it's worth writing. Ask yourself if you're proud of something that you've done and put it down in words. Journaling is really, really, really important. Getting through a problem or getting through anything, just write stuff down, put it out there, move on to the next thing. Don't stay in that, in that room. As I say, my life now is about... I know that there's, a, there's probably a thousand rooms I want to get through in my life before I die. And uh, I just feel like going into a door, trying. So right now I'm in the strength room. Tomorrow, uh, you know, in the next few weeks, I might start. I'm going to learn to start swimming properly again. I'll go into that door, stay, spend some time in that as well. I'm just going through these different doors and spend time. And whatever happens when you're in that door, you know, I, I, the, the beauty is, you know, I talk about the fact that I really, really want to get into strength. People then message me and tell me things and, and give me guidance as to how to learn to be stronger quicker. And I learn from that and I get nourished by that. And then something will happen where something that someone will say will pique my interest and I'll go into that room and I'll learn about that. So it's going through different rooms. Life is about rooms and don't spend any one time. If you don't like the room you're in, get out of the room. Simple as that. It is actually that simple. It really is that simple. And that's the beauty. <laughs> right, I'm going now. I'm going to go and wake up the kids. Uh, even though they'll be waking up already, I am going to go enjoy this. So my last day with Lisa and the kids. Fucking hell, I love my wife. And I never tell her that. And she never listens to my podcast. She, I do, she knows I do, but... 
do I demonstrate I love her as much as I actually do love her? I'm not very good at telling people what I actually feel. I wasn't very good at telling us two how I felt about it. I've just done that. Maybe I need to properly put down to words what it means to actually genuinely love somebody uh, and have been with them for 20 years. Maybe that's the one thing I'll do. That's a room I'll go into at one point in my life, but right now I won't. I'm going into the, I'm gonna go and eat lots of papaya. Right, see you later, alligator. Oh my God, Mrs. Kisses, I've got a text from my daughter who's stolen my wife's phone, Lisa. Daddy, where is my phone? Ha, ha, ha. No, you're not getting it. I need it. She doesn't need it. I know because my watch is telling me this. I've got a Garmin that tells me. I don't know how the hell it tells me, but it does. I need it. Well, I'm not going to tell you where it is. I hid it under my pants. Ha, 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 ha. I knew you'd know where it was if I put it in the safe. So I put it somewhere different. What a joke. I'm better text about it right now. Right, see you later, alligator. See you later. Yeah, please check out the show notes. It's where you under you can. It's where the translations of my erratic, nonsensical mind lives.